0: Married with Children, the podcast. Hosted by Dustin and Callie. Follow us on social media on Twitter at Married underscore show, Facebook Married with Children show, on Instagram married with children show or reach out to us in an email married show at gmail.com we're always looking for guests and sponsors if you have a name of a guest that would be an interesting interview on the married with children show please send that information to us through social media or straight to our email address also if you have a small business that you'd be interested in being a sponsor on the show please reach out to us through an email so that we can work out a way that best suits you and our listeners. Also, if you like the podcast, be willing to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast. Uh, Exciting night tonight. Got my uh, sister and brother-in-law in studio uh danielle and andrew kirk i guess i should say andrew and danielle kirk um to be the proper way or danielle and andrew roller uh depends on which way you want to look at it
1: well introduced at the wedding as oh that's right i forgot about that
0: well and to be honest after i married callie i got mail at her parents house that said dustin covert so um it happens it didn't lead to any payments or any kind of uh windfall but uh it did show up there so but uh we brought them on tonight uh gonna have a little bit of fun obviously uh you know throwing up on facebook live like i said we're gonna hopefully the sound's gonna be a little bit better with the new setup um want to give a huge shout out because of that to uh justin kelly justin Juice Kelly. Uh, from the uh, Juice in the Morning podcast uh, If you have not gone out and downloaded Juice in the AM I highly suggest that you do Juice has uh, had some some big time guests on lately And yeah, some more sure. coming um,
2: One that I was enjoyed Just just to, so that any of you know I don't know if any of you watch The Challenge on MTV
1: oh. Or have heard of
2: it But they had uh, TJ Lavin yes. That is the host of The Challenge on Juice in the Morning Wow Yeah yeah, so, go down like download time, it for good, sure.
0: Very very good uh, interview too. Talk, talk oh about yeah, it was great. TJ coming up in the BMX scene and uh, you know the things that he's done. So uh, great one, uh, Andrew. If you want to, you can raise that chair up if you want. I only <laughs> I only put them down so that they they get underneath the table. So it's I up actually. You. I'm going to stay here so that Callie can feel a little bit taller. Oh, Oh, get that extra half inch shots fired already. So big time. But, uh, anyway, um, yeah. So juice in the morning, TJ lab, and I know they've got some other big guests coming one, uh, here in the uh, near future, but I can't say enough about them. Um, you know, juice came down and did our podcast. Juice is a great guy. Uh, you know, shouted out to us about Facebook live and said, dude, you got to get the iRig too. And, um we uh we're yeah. trying out the iRig Two too tonight they so we'll see hopefully how we uh, figured
2: it out for you
0: yeah hopefully the uh sound sounds a little bit better but um also before we get started i want to throw out another podcast and uh throw some love to uh the Smugcast show um bj robbins uh i saw him on uh, instagram and facebook or facebook stories i guess i should say now um throughout uh, us the other day on 4th yeah. of July I said if you're looking for something to listen to uh go check out uh, espresso fam um also juice in the am and then the married with children show so huge shout out to bj and ap up at the smugcast show um they've done a ton for us you know i i, I teased the other day because ap always picks on juice for not knowing sound and and juice helped me out with sound but uh <laughs> ap is always there for me when i've got questions so uh, you know a huge shout out to those guys and uh you know excited for everything that the uh the podcast group's kind of doing there so to get started though um before we i don't know do you want to get into their big trip or do you want i've got a couple other things what do you want to do first cal i'm gonna throw it to you um i don't let's do the trip okay okay So you guys just took a honeymoon. You got married all the way back in October. You didn't know if you guys were going to really like each other or not. So (laughs) you waited until now to go on a honeymoon, which I totally get. I went, I got married on a Saturday night. I left at Sunday at 5 a.m. And the woman that woke up.
1: Not the one you married.
0: No, not at all. Um, And I was thought, man, I'm going for a week with her. But uh, it turned out okay. Um, Then I found Callie. Uh, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) and uh but um so you guys uh you obviously waited for your honeymoon big reason why you were you were gonna take a big trip yes and that was to ireland and scotland Mm -hmm. and uh you know fill us in a little bit what why ireland and scotland
1: well i'd say the big reason is because my now husband can't sit still on a beach um, so that eliminated a lot of the common honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. well, destinations. Let's,
3: let's not just blame me because you're just as bad.
1: Well, possibly I can lay on the beach a little bit better. So um, he'd always wanted to go, especially due to the Guinness and the different distilleries and things. And it had a lot of nature and beauty that we wanted to see. So it came pretty easily to pick those destinations.
0: Now, Kirk, that is kind of an Irish and Scottish name. Is there a heritage there? Actually, there is a, an
3: extreme heritage. My dad's done a lot of research on it um, to the point he's actually run out of history to look at. He found an orphan, uh, so you don't get any further back than that. But I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, 1500s? 1500s, 1500, Like yes. 1560. But uh, we did learn a lot. Uh, Kirk is a, is a Scottish name. Uh, it's uh, Scottish for church. Um, and a lot yeah. of times the... Uh, The way that they named their clans, if you were close to the church or you were a big churchgoer, instead of being, um, say, uh, let's use the Roller name, for instance. Say you got Dustin Roller, and you have a child, and you you name him Dustin Roller. You have another child, and you name him Dustin Roller. But uh, the first two have brown hair, and the the next one has black hair, say, and then he would be Dustin Black. So um, then it became, um, instead of being, you know, another roller it would be oh they live by the church so that would be Dustin Kirk that's how that kind of came about um, so and there's a lot of other things uh, in that regards a lot of people took the the church name or Kirk so that's that was the big thing
0: so basically what you're saying is some of the Kirks that may also have the, the same name Kirk may not have the DNA yeah that is yeah rel- absolutely relative to you <clears throat> But it's because of just the naming idea. Correct,
3: yeah. It, they explained it to us that it was easier if you had three of the same people and one of them had a different hair color than the other two, you'd say, oh, that's Dustin Brown because he had brown hair. So that way when you yell out in the town, Dustin Brown, you know it's that guy, not the
0: one of three that you might get. Okay, because I have a son that has ginger hair, so should I call him Alex Ginger? You could very easily, yes. I kind of like By that.
3: Scottish tradition, <laughs> yes, he would be...
1: I don't think your heritage is Scottish, but you can try to pull it off. Um,
0: it's not.
3: Yeah,
1: so... No,
0: we actually looked it up. Roller's English. It, yeah, actually, to get into it, this was on my list that I was going to get started with. I actually, Callie, for uh, Father's Day, got me a 23andMe kit.
1: Oh, okay. So I
0: actually have my DNA results of our heritage. Um, we are 99.5% European. Wow. Um, 55.7 percent is british and irish mm-hmm. which would be where the name comes from uh 18.5 percent french and german um we've got about five percent scandinavian but we do have 0.4 percent native american which mother always told Has us always we were said that. we related a uh, pocahontas um and uh, so that was obviously a, a interesting thing i do have on 23 and me the interesting thing 988 dna relatives um they are all between third to fifth cousins which my assumption is now i'm adding them them all one by one on facebook um because that's 988 other listeners to the podcast show absolutely great podcast (laughs) army i mean i think if you're dna related to me you you have have to to listen
1: that's yeah exactly (laughs) so i do know that (laughs) We tried that (laughs)
3: when we actually found uh, an artist by the name of Alan Kirk, uh, and he did not respond as positively to, hey, I think we're related as we had hoped. Really? Yeah, he kind of glossed over that piece. My email
1: got shot down.
3: (laughs) We were hoping for maybe like a family discount, but um, not so much. But he does have some fantastic artwork out there. So if you look him up, great stuff. So shout out to Alan Kirk for free. (laughs)
2: Wow. There you go. Where
3: is he from? He is actually from Ireland, a small town outside of uh, Lurgan. Very, very small town, Uh, like smaller than Crothersville, actually.
0: Really? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. So you guys went over to Ireland and and, uh, Scotland, obviously. Where did you stop first? Because to be 100% honest, and this sounds awful, but... I didn't even really realize you guys had left the day you had left, and then they were like, yeah, they flew out today, and I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that, and then I thought you were only leaving for like seven days, and I'm like, no, they're not going to be back for like seven months or something (laughs) like that. Yeah, Dustin was
2: like, yeah, I think Daniel and Andrew get back you know this weekend and i'm like no they get back next weekend
0: yeah you you left for like seven and a half months or something
1: 17 days but close close very yeah close.
0: that uh, that felt like <laughs> seven and a half months
1: because you missed me so much i guess so
0: no because i didn't get a vacation
1: like that <laughs> <laughs> uh well we originally we started off and we flew into dublin and we spent a couple nights there and then we rented a car for the whole time so andrew uh drove
3: what on- kind of car the first car that we had in Ireland was a Skoda Superb. Yep, I have no idea what that is. Is that
2: no. like a little like a little car?
3: Is that like uh, another name for the Toyota Supra? No.
1: It was very large, actually. It was uh
3: kind of like a Volkswagen Jetta. about the same okay. size. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah, so Andrew had to drive on the wrong side of the car on the wrong side yeah, of the road. How
2: how is that?
3: Surprisingly a lot easier than I expected. Because it to I mean be.
2: you're still sitting like in the middle of the road. You know, like no.
3: You go from yeah. you go from being on the shoulder to being on the divider because on the on the
2: but when I drive uh, I'm on the I'm in the divider right
3: well I don't know where you're at on the divider then Callie.
2: I don't know I guess I'm not understanding <laughs> what he's talking about like what I what I mean is like if this is the like if this is the road and I'm driving I'm in the middle of the road like my like the driver's seat is
3: yeah just Mirror towards it. the
2: medium yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what i mean yeah. Yeah. so now yeah. okay you're here on the other side yeah the, so you're still in the middle of the road
3: right the difference that I, the biggest problem i had was the idea of depth from going from the left side of the car to the right side because you and you know we've all rented cars and you know driving here it's very easy to get in a car no matter what car it is and you, you have that basic understanding of where that passenger side is in relation to the lines and it is it's a totally different ball when you're game looking on like on the, the other side. side also you don't really understand how much muscle memory you get used to with getting in and out of a car on that side i hit my head about seven or eight times yes um and struggled mightily getting in and out of the car on the wrong side
0: hmm. i'm gonna interrupt real quick here because uh, i see on facebook live that bj robbins actually uh uh, joined us and uh, i do want to while he's on here hopefully on facebook live uh give a shout out to bj uh thanks for promoting our show the other day brother and i appreciate it um i know you don't like to claim us down here in jackson county but uh you are a former Al, even though we're down here in uh crothersville and Gentucky and you know b-town uh but uh from a former owl uh, you're an all right guy, so I had to <laughs> I had to come after you a little bit there, BJ. So, brother, uh, I appreciate everything you're doing to try and help us support us as well. So, huge shout out to you, brother. So, anyway, so you you flew into Dublin, Ireland. You had to drive the car on the wrong side of the road. So, how long were you there around Dublin?
1: We on... spent the first two nights in Dublin. Yeah.
0: Okay. And what did what what did, I mean? Again, I've never obviously been there, but what is there <laughs> in Dublin? I mean, I. I would immediately go find, you know, a place to, uh, you know, have dinner and maybe a, a, a beverage. cold hydrating, uh, so we had liquor. been up
1: for about 18 hours, okay, um, but we were told to avoid jet lag with the time difference that we had to stay awake. So we did immediately try to find somewhere to go eat and have a drink and make sure we could stay up. Dublin is very big city. It's definitely, um, it's, more... it's
3: kind of like a Chicago. Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: So we had uh, we didn't drive the car in Dublin until we left. We had a hop on hop off bus and we did a lot of walking, and that's where we got to do like the Guinness and a lot of the distilleries that are in a lot of them center themselves in Dublin. So not as much of the landscape, but definitely has some neat features. Very cool. Yeah, one
3: of one of the first things we did was we actually found the Temple Bar, which is one. It's it's kind of a tourist attraction, but it is it's just one of the oldest bars in Dublin, and it was really neat. Very um, cool. And then we we found a distillery the next morning at 10 a.m. Uh, and then went to another one at about 1. And then we went to Guinness at 2.
0: What is the Temple Bar known for?
1: It's because of the location. So it's one of the oldest bars. It's a bright red bar. And they've actually built the entire area around it. And it's called the Temple Bar. That's where all the college kids kind of go. And then it is also a tourist destination. But... You have the Temple Bar area, but you have to find the actual Temple Bar that everything else has been built who was, around.
3: Who was the major author there? Was it Joyce, James Joyce? I believe so. Yeah, they have. They actually, I think it was a big place where he would go and and uh, write and uh, get his creative juices flowing, so to say. Very, Very cool.
2: cool. So you talked about jet lag. Like, how hard? What I mean, did that help if you stayed up? Like staying up and like fighting through it. I mean, was it was it a a big deal, like going there or back?
3: It was harder going back, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, going there, we landed at about 8 a.m. So And oh. we slept a little bit on the plane, like took a little bit of a nap just right. to kind of get back up. But once we landed at about 8, 8.30, you know, I mean, it was just kind of business as usual.
2: Okay. Coming I mean, home was harder and yeah. we
1: got delayed in New York. So by the time we've been traveling for that long, the yeah. next day was very rough. Yeah, the way
3: home, we were expecting to kind of get home at a certain time. And we like we were preparing ourselves mentally like, OK, cool. We get to go to bed. And then it was sorry, you have to wait another hour. Sorry, you have to wait. Another yeah, it's kind of that's
0: oh. Well, this is a kind of totally off the subject, but it reminded me when you said you were delayed in New York. <clears throat> have you seen the video on Facebook of the lady that says how to have fun in an airport? And she has the stickers that look like an outlet.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And she—I don't
0: think she's, I have not seen this. She'll go find like columns, like next to seats, and she'll stick these stickers on it. It looks like there's an outlet there, and then she oh, just records gosh. people trying to plug their phones in. It is priceless, oh, honestly. No, it is, gonna... it's one of the funniest things I've seen because I—I I honestly want to order stickers that just look like outlets and just walk around and place them places. I thought that was priceless.
1: Well, we actually did have, which I'm not sure if the person ever got on a flight, but I know you have to have a ticket to get back. But on the way there, still in the United States, we had people handing us very religious pamphlets, and they had a whole huge purse full of them. And it was kind of like when people come door to door and like ask you, but you're sitting in the airport. And I was like, I guess if you're just that's a new yeah, place to was, find people. but she was in the like, gates and everything. I was just... very confused mm. on if that was like she was actually flying or if she just bought a cheap ticket to come and like <laughs> pass speak, stuff the, out. speak the name. I don't know. I was like, was... <laughs> wow. I took the pamphlet, but I was a little confused by it all. Interesting. <laughs> huh
0: that is interesting um all right so started in dublin island a couple days then where do we go from there uh we went to cork Mm uh which is
3: nearby the home of the great middleton jameson distillery
0: okay oh okay let me ask you before we kind of get into that because i know there's a story with that that danielle knows so well so i definitely want Mm -hmm. her to, to go over that but um like, did you stay in like true hotels or did you stay in like bed and breakfast type facilities? What was the deal?
1: Well, we actually thought we were staying in bed and breakfast for the most part because our itinerary said bed and breakfast, but there that actually just means that you paid for breakfast and a bed.
3: Yeah, it's it's so it's
2: big so hotels. It's, so it was a lot of them were just like hotels.
1: Yes, yeah. but in Cork we stayed in a castle.
3: When okay. when it says bed and breakfast, that just that's telling you what you paid for. So not you're in not, a,
0: it's like an old house. house. yeah exactly no oh, it is it
3: is okay. literally you have a ticket for breakfast you've already paid for it
1: their bed and breakfast are more called holiday rentals yep. so you stay in someone's house or
3: yeah the airbnb kind mm-hmm. of stuff it's they're very separate okay
1: hmm.
0: all right that's interesting yeah. so um okay so we went we got to cork which is what you put in a wine bottle
1: yes, um, yes. They, they don't do wine there <laughs> Okay, wine does not grapes don't grow, Mm-mm. so they're not known for wine.
3: No, they just drink whiskey. Yeah,
1: but they can't
2: get
3: it there. They, they some, some of the restaurants have it,
1: but most choose to not carry it,
2: especially okay. probably with as much. I mean, like beer and and alcohol and uh, like other alcohol, I guess. That well, they have. actually,
3: kind of what we learned, uh, just a, a short history. The Irish whiskey used to be it used to have uh, what was it sixty some percent of the market mm-hmm. before prohibition. Uh, but when uh, World War I and II broke out and the U.S. decided to make the awful choice of prohibition, uh, Irish whiskey uh, went from 60% market share to two. Um, and at the time, yeah. uh, the Canadian market was trying to import whiskey and make their own. And they, they made their own really bad whiskey, called it Irish whiskey, and tried to sell it to the U.S. And people got such a bad taste for it. Um, that they used to have how many, it was over a hundred distilleries in Ireland and they shut down to three due to the complete fallout of their largest market. <clears throat> and what we learned was there's this, there's been this huge revival. Um, but that was, that was kind of what we discovered and, and they do take their, they do take their whiskey very seriously. They take their, huh. so that's why they're, they're very against kind of the wine and the imported stuff. They're, what we found is they're very, very hardcore on their local right. product. Okay. Regardless okay. of what it is.
0: Interesting. So like what is the what's the elements that like we've we've done the Bourbon Trail yeah. and learned about the history of Kentucky Bourbon. What is the elements that go into making sure that you have a true Irish whiskey? Would you like to share the three magic ingredients?
1: No, it's okay. You can do it.
0: So
3: after we went on seven distillery tours in <laughs> Ireland, uh, there are three magic ingredients, water, yeast, and uh, grain, which is typically when you're doing an Irish whiskey, you have a pot still, uh, which is the big uh, copper
2: yeah. bulbs.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, they do part barley, part malted barley. Um if you do a a single malt, that is a a whiskey that has been in one place its entire life, from production to aging, mm-hmm. it has not left the premises. A blend, a, any blended whiskey or non single, refers to anything that has come from multiple different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you, it's the same process as as bourbon, really, except uh, for that
1: you have to for Irish three years in one day. Is how long it has to be. Yes. Okay,
0: so that's the aging process.
3: Gotcha. Yes. And, and that one day is incredibly important to them because Scotch whiskey to be whiskey there is three years. And the Irish, as a very, very proud nation, believe that their product is superior and they add an extra day. Uh, so you cannot call it Irish whiskey until it has been three years and another 24 hours.
0: Now, now is there a specific barrel type that it has to be aged in? Theirs is not as specific,
3: but they do use uh, reused bourbon
0: barrel casks. That's the most common. Okay, so they'll put it in a reused barrel. Right. So Because,
2: as I say, because I know when we went to the bourbon tours...
0: Well, they sell it to a lot of Scotch. I know that. They'll sell it to a lot of Scotch distilleries. Um, And obviously a lot of like bourbon-infused wines and things like that, bourbon-infused beers. But... um, I know that, like you know, to be a true bourbon it has to be in a new, right. charred white oak barrel. I mean, that is. The, and they said
1: that's because the U.S. really wanted to make sure that the
0: no one else could make bourbon, well, and that
1: the barrel makers it's, didn't it's, lose out on their yeah, jobs. That was
0: actually more about yeah. the Coopers than anything. So the Coopers, anything. they
1: really wanted to make sure that they kept their jobs. So by not being able to reuse the barrels, and it's just worked out for it, Ireland and Scotland that they're able to, to use kind
2: of recycle them. And, them up. and well, to, it
0: has now, but I mean. That's what they used to say, and you know, if you go on the bourbon tour in, tour in Kentucky, you know, back twenty, thirty years ago, before they realized to resell these to the Scotch companies and the Irish whiskey companies, they said you could just drive up to any distillery in Kentucky and get any barrel you wanted. They just sat the barrels yeah. out because they couldn't reuse them. So I think they have actually figured out that idea of how to recycle yeah. and, and make a little bit more money.
1: I think when I realized how important the industry really is in Ireland and Scotland was when they told us that their master blenders go to school longer than their doctors
3: and no, only really. each,
1: each distillery only has one master blender so you may Go some. You you go to school for eight to ten years, and then well, you that's, do. An,
3: that's after you've already gone to school to be like a master's degree in chemistry.
1: Yeah, you do a chemistry or like pharmacy type degree, uh-huh. and then each place only hires one master blender. So I was like, I asked, what do the other people do, and they said we really don't know. Like yeah, like how do you get gone, one of those jobs? Yeah, it's very difficult. But they and usually a master blender stays for, and you have to be underneath that master blender to get hired until they else. retire so probably. they take everything very seriously they're more serious than a doc- like a medical degree so i was like oh wow okay well yeah <laughs> so you have to really know your stuff
0: <laughs> wow interesting so uh and then you went to jameson yeah
3: uh middle milton distillery uh was that was probably one of the neater places we went to because it's a it's actually a conglomerate what a lot i think what a lot of people don't know is jameson as a whole uh at the time when the distilleries all started to shut down they actually joined together and formed basically a guild of distilleries Uh, and they all started kind of producing under one name and jameson's the flagship so jameson Redbreast, powers those are the big ones um they all are actually owned by the same group uh but they all produce out of one location um but they they had some of the just the neatest history uh they showed where You know, there were guys who would spend 12, 14 hours a day just shoveling coal. And I think they said the average worker there would shovel four tons of coal a day to keep the pots still going.
0: Now, out of curiosity, I know you said that Jameson's kind of a conglomerate. Are most of those brands still owned by Scottish or Irish companies? I mean, because I know that like you talk about even some of the bourbons in Kentucky, A lot of those are owned by Japanese companies that have bought them into different alcohol distributors. Right. So
3: there's the, I think there's three major alcohol producers in the world. There's this, the beam, Suntory, Diageo, and another one like that escapes me right now. And they all are parts of different ones. There are one or two that we actually went to that were strictly still their own identity. Um, but you could tell which ones had the bigger funding and the bigger backing.
1: A lot of people are trying to get away from it because places like the one that Jameson is owned by, they really have only been pushing Jameson. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the other ones were kind of put on the back burner. So they felt that it was better to break out and go with some smaller companies and some more local places. But the big names are all owned by the major co- yeah, alcohol th- right. Right. any wow.
3: Any well-known one here, Jameson, Bushmills. Uh, you know Johnny Walker and all those—they're all owned by some greater company.
0: Okay. Hmm. All right. So then, where do we go next?
3: Next, we went to <laughs> trolley.
1: That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like Danielle's face. She's like, like, "Hmm." We only spent like two nights in each place. I so know.
0: Very, and and to trolling, think of it in order. Trolley is part of a train. Right.
1: Spelled a little differently. This one is T A. T-R-A-L-E-E. <laughs> Why did
0: they misspell it?
1: I don't know. We'll have to talk <clears throat> to them about that. <laughs> uh,
0: probably the whiskey. <laughs> good good, a- good
3: which answer. They, which has an E in it, by the way.
1: Irish, not Scottish. Right. Yes.
3: That was a big deal to them. To just, On top of the extra day of aging, Irish whiskey and, Amer- and American whiskey both have an E in them. Scotch whiskey does not.
2: Oh, so really? You,
3: next time you go to the liquor store for fun, look at it and see... W-H-I-S-K-Y is Scotch.
0: E-Y is American or Irish. Huh. Okay. I didn't. I'm learning a lot already. So, okay. So we're in Trolley.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's very small. And we... And they still
0: have a large hotel in Trolley, even though it's very small? No. We had a very... We were in a smaller hotel there.
1: I don't remember which hotel it was. That was the...
3: That was the Klansman? No. Hmm commons that's where we went oh yes okay yeah. so yeah.
0: The smaller it was hotels. a small smaller hotel i'm just gonna ask when you say the clansman what exactly is the clansman because to our listeners that may mean a totally different <laughs> ideal the clans
1: uh, yeah. uh, that from the highlands so like when you think of like the like the show highlander or things like that the clans that were fight okay. outlander like, yeah
0: clan with a c yeah, okay yeah. I, I just i, I heard you mm. just kind of whisper in the mic like remember when we stayed at the clansman yeah. Yeah, thought- yeah, no 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 very different <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, that was actually a hotel in Scotland that looked out onto Loch Ness. Okay. Uh, so oh, that was cool. totally different. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, what did we do
0: in Trolley?
1: I'm not sure. I don't okay. Know. So Trolley wasn't any good. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't go there. <laughs> it was not our
0: most memorable day. Uh, clearly. Small. Uh, have a lot of clansmen. <laughs> uh, moving on. No, joking. Um, so then we went on from there to where? Galway. Okay, and Galway is what it's, we're looking it's at. It's actually Galway.
3: probably one of the the other bigger cities. Uh so not like an indie, but more like a Greenwood kind okay. of Okay. Okay. Um it was a little bit bigger city we did a a whiskey food tasting with uh a fantastic gentleman named John. Uh and it ended up actually being a private tour. So it was just us two and him. Uh, oh, he led really? us around to a couple different bars. Uh, we got to taste um, two whiskeys each, and he had paired them with food uh, very particularly. Um, one of the the best ones we had was actually a smoky. It was the only peated Irish whiskey. Scotch whiskey is peated. It's a little different process, and that's where it gets that smokiness. There's one distillery in Ireland that does it, and he paired it with
0: barbecue ribs. And it was out of this world. Um, now, when you say it's peated, what does that mean? Because I know like peat maw, it's like exactly. I- in those those areas from my geography background, you know, peat is kind of that soft soil that they dig and and those kind of things.
3: So the, the big differentiation, other than 24 hours between Scotch whiskey and Irish whiskey, Scotch whiskey is the barley is dried using a peat fire or peat smoke. So... Because they don't have coal in Scotland, they dig up the peat and they burn it, and it makes that smoky, the really okay. smoky smoke. I like get smoky smoke. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I always,
0: I always hate smoky smoke. It's the worst. <laughs> I don't mind just smoke, but when it gets smoky, smoky. smoke, that's that sounds like terrible.
2: something yeah. Alan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It really does. Um, but Irish
3: whiskey, they they just use kilns. They add coal and dry it out, and it's a very clean
1: smoke okay. versus that that really that smoky smoke. smoky smoke yeah that yeah, smoke is terrible
3: Very descriptive mm-hmm. um and there's one Irish distillery that does it and it was it was really interesting the differences um between pairings i mean it was we had whiskey and chocolate which you know everyone talks about wine and chocolate right, wine and right. fruit and you would never have guessed that a whiskey and chocolate would work and
0: well actually i think we did that on the bourbon tour didn't we we did a chocolate. Um, on one of a, them,
2: yes, we did. I think it might have been Woodford Heav- Reserve. Oh, I was going to say the Heavenly Hills one, but...
0: It might have been. Maybe
2: not. I don't mm-hmm. know. But yes, I think one of them we did have chocolate Yeah, left.
3: That was one of the big things we did, and the...
1: We also did a food walking tour there. Yes. And I was very confused on why the paper said that if you showed up and they found you to be intoxicated, that they wouldn't let you go because it started at 10 a.m. And then we went to our second location and they handed me a shot of whiskey at 10.30 a.m. So then I realized they handed it us was a drinking, three shots of whiskey drinking and food tour but still family friendly there was a kid who got to come and he would get hot chocolate or a lemonade or something Aww. but but we were not prepared for it, but it was really neat they focused on the places that were staying with irish ingredients and all yeah, and had, family uh like all the family owned places so we got to try a lot of different places which we wouldn't have gotten to do okay if we were so just, yeah.
0: talking about food yes um, because i like food um out of all the things that you got an opportunity to try, what was a number 1 the the best thing that you and not don't give me like something that you thought you'd like, but something that surprised you you like. And then number 2, what was the thing you tried that you were like, "Oh my god, this is awful. I'd never eat this again." As the the one thing that we tried that we, we as especially probably
3: as most Americans would never think was haggis, which is sheep intestines yeah okay and you liked it oh it's fantastic actually. did you try now, that, it i did
0: is really? that the sheep intestine where they like stuff like uh rice and no uh this is just it's it's just it basically
1: mincemeat like yeah like yeah of
3: the intestines they okay. they are the irish and scottish are not people to waste anything Ugh. so if if they can use it they do and haggis was actually fantastic. We actually got it a couple different times at a couple different places. Really? Okay. Like yeah. what?
0: Give me a comparison to what it tastes like.
3: There really, there really isn't <sighs> like, one. Like
0: like like
3: it's, hamburger. Like it's, like it's a it's like
2: a meat. That's it's kind of like the texture it? of a meat. A it's, lot of
1: times they'll wrap it in like a like a phyllo dough, like a crescent roll, okay. or yeah. they might stuff a chicken breast with it with like some cheese and stuff. So okay. it's kind of like a. It's not uh, something it's that like you don't get like a whole like steak. Uh-huh. Okay. You don't get like a of. whole steak of it or something. Like it's always with something else. Okay. It's
3: very fine grind, um, but it is looser, but it's very minerally. Okay.
1: Hmm.
3: Um, but that was fantastic. The one thing that we that well I tasted, she stayed away from it and good for her was
0: um black pudding. Now, okay, now wait. Now black pudding, is that something with the you, the yes. blood and the intestines? Yes, yes. black pudding I not is eat that is a
3: blood sausage with oats in it and i apologize to ireland and scotland right now terrible really completely horrible i tried it at one of the first places we went to and it was a lower kind of lower budget place and i tried it at a high dollar restaurant and it was still terrible
0: now, do you do you know what actually is in that? Because it is like we looked it up, oh, and we, that's when I we did looked not it taste. up. And <laughs>
1: that was the that was the <clears throat> where you drew that was eye. the deciding point for I will, her. She, I she looked it and I saw. did not know what haggis was when I ate it the first time. Okay, so, okay, so really. Okay. The first, the so that would explain you why you have I did. That's why I was surprised
2: yes. because I'd be like, I don't know that I would try it. I was. I mean, kudos I, to
0: you. What, but is, what is vegan haggis? I don't know. We're still not sure about it. It was good. It was tasty. So it's probably just haggis, but they tag vegan on the <laughs> yeah, front they just of it. Think it's it fine. very well could be <laughs> for all the Americans and I mean, like,
2: up. I, like, how is that? That's
3: what well, I didn't it, it was, was what? wrapped in pastry. Yes. The next course we had had chicken on it, so maybe that's where they were going.
2: I would say they the wrap one... it in a and
0: in... so they don't they don't consider intestines of, a,
2: that's of not, an animal. That's not
1: an actual, that's Probably what I mean. not.
0: It's it's not meat. No, you can remove those without actually harming the animal. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I will say the one thing I saw on a menu that I thought would be the safe thing to eat first morning was bacon, but their bacon is not bacon. American bacon. It's kind of ham, it's but like a fatty, fatty ham, ham, and like sometimes super salty. Sometimes it's like you never got a piece of what we consider bacon. Really? So, you know- We you got s- it
3: once at an Italian restaurant of yes. all places.
1: But, uh, so that was the one <laughs> thing that you're like, oh, breakfast, I'll have some bacon. And the sausages there are not normal breakfast sausages as well. So, and they serve baked beans for breakfast every yeah, time. Yeah, well, I oh, mean, really? I know that's a yeah.
0: a true, I mean, talking about England, a true English breakfast is like-
1: Baked beans, tomatoes.
0: Baked beans, tomatoes, toast. Black and white pudding. Black and
1: white pudding. And <laughs> pudding. eggs. Yes. yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I,
3: I did get a full irish breakfast once and i ate about 30 percent of it <laughs> that being the eggs and bacon
2: because it was that big or just that kind of they stuff do was not
3: I, their breakfast is no joke to them they is eat... that
2: like one of their big meal i mean
3: oh, a big meal it, yeah they well they just eat period mm-hmm. okay you get breakfast it's huge you get fish and chips it's huge we didn't have a small meal while we were there.
1: No, and we ate fish and chips in every city just oh, yeah. to make sure we I could find we the best one. I think we
3: 17 fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and go. where did the best one come from? The chippy.
1: Yes, which was in... We that were on was the, in
3: the Isle of Skye yes. in Scotland.
1: It was like a little hole in the wall. You had to go down this little path and go in, and it was just a teeny tiny shop, and then they wrapped it in the paper like you would think it would be, and they put the salt and vinegar on it. I completely
3: and missed it, actually. She's the one that found it. Our it tour guide said, you can go to the chip shop down there. And I was looking and looking and looking, and I missed it. And she goes, oh, it's right there. And it was literally in between two buildings. Um, but
1: facing the wrong way. It doesn't face the road. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and it was
0: by by far the best. They very cook cool. it in beef fat. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. Very cool. Neat. So, and then we went to Scotland?
1: We yes. Went, yeah, we went back to Dublin to fly out to Edinburgh. Which well, is- that's
0: where the uh, the outlet malls are, just north of. <laughs> <Columbus>. Yes, we <laughs> actually <laughs> returned home,
1: and we needed to do a quick shopping, and yeah. then we uh, headed back out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so Edinburgh, Scotland, Mm-hmm. and we did what? We did
3: historical walking tour. Yes, it's very entrenched in history.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
3: they take their their history very seriously. You would like that.
0: Well, other than the walking part, I was going to ask. There wasn't a lot of walking. I was curious. Too bad they didn't put it in
2: in like a vehicle or.
0: Well, I was going to ask if there was a historical riding tour.
1: (laughs) One thing that that is interesting though that we learned from some of our smaller tours is that they're very very good at making buildings look old. So, like a guy asked us on one that was in Ireland actually, but Scotland is the same way. He asked us how old we thought this church was, and we said the 1600s based on some of the other places we went and he said 1961 oh my so because they want to keep up with the the traditional they want, yeah, look the, tra-
0: the so, tourist attraction so you had
1: to be very careful of like which places you pick it to go because it's like oh that's beautiful and then it's like oh that's not actually like old well
3: and, and one thing that we asked another tour guide was how difficult is it and this was in scotland to build a house kind of in the countryside uh, and the regulations that go into what you can build, how big, what it has to look like are just
0: extreme. So do so do most people there live in the city? I mean, is that... No, most no. people are
1: farmers and live out in the, the country. Even then,
0: with all those regulations to build a home?
1: The regulations really come to the fact that they don't want you to accent the land. So he gave the example of like, he believes a log cabin would look beautiful out in all the green, but they don't want it to accent the land they want it to be they want it to
3: kind of blend in so
1: you basically buy a you basically build a plain square white box and so that when you drive by you don't see the house you see the nature so they don't want anything to take away from nature there's big protests going on because they want to expand the roads which are teeny tiny they look like one ways and they're two ways but they have these beautiful stone fences that have been there for right I mean, so widening the road. And so they have signs everywhere that says, don't take away our heritage, leave our stone walls. And so it's very much a battle between how do you modernize while also staying with the tradition and keeping, because we never drove anywhere that it wasn't just absolutely gorgeous, beautiful green. You just, you, you didn't have you to drive. You don't say
0: billboards, you don't. No, say, oh, no, absolutely Mm-mm. not. Right. And even you see in the cities. Sh- a
1: sheep in the middle of the road that you have to wait while they really? decide if they want to cross. Yeah, yes, the, the, multiple times.
0: <laughs> even in
3: in a city like Edinburgh, I mean. You couldn't just hit it and have haggis? I, I mean, you could.
1: Yeah, I couldn't after falling in love with the lambs and sheep, didn't I couldn't eat any, eat any of the lamb after lamb that. Product, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> they were Do too they cute. have a
2: I mean is is are sheep one of their big
1: Things. sheep is one of the biggest and then they have because
2: of the like the hills and the sheep can graze i mean
1: yes yeah and they just it's p- one of the easier things their... to
3: the... goats they have some goats they're wild goats mm-hmm. uh, okay what we learned is when the when certain vikings came into town uh they they ran all the highlanders out uh and the highlanders obviously left without their goats and the goats stayed behind so there's a lot of Goats that just kind of live in the mountains
2: and just
1: interesting, just they just do. But Scotland more marks their sheep, and so you don't see a lot of fences built. They have more just natural fence lines for their farms, and their sheep's just go wherever they want to go. They and in- then,
0: they enter like oh yeah, different farms. Sheep yeah. will interact,
1: and then you see like they're marked. In Ireland, I asked why the sheep were marked, and asked the gentleman not to tell me if I wouldn't want to hear it because I was afraid it had something to do with. The haggish, and uh, so, <laughs> but he said that that was because they have to know which ones have been treated for certain diseases. But in Scotland, they mark them by the farmer so that they can get them back home. Yeah. How do how do they mark them?
2: Different
3: spray colored paint spray colors. paint. Yeah. They just spray paint. So it's I like mean,
1: a blue, and then a pink, and then a red, like you see. All and they these spray colors. paint like their wo- like wool, like mm-hmm. wool. Yeah, they
3: just give them a spot on the wool, and it's okay. I mean, it was not uncommon to drive around and see one red, a green, and a blue, just all kind of running together. Hanging
1: together. So the sheep and then the cows, but in Scotland they're coos. called coos, Highland coos. Right. And then they have some horses, and then they're starting to get alpaca, which are not native, but is something that's really growing as a okay. as an animal of choice there for the farms. So, hmm.
0: and okay, so we're in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we, outside of farming, what 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 other industry? What other what what do they do? What Tourist. Do they work? Yeah, tourism, they're, they're, and, tourism and, and tourism farming. and
1: agriculture are really the only or unless you're in the distillery business okay, okay okay there, there were the a
0: 124
3: one. scotch so, distilleries Tourist, alcohol and farming
1: they said you probably won't find a family there that doesn't have someone in the tourism business between tours and museums and different businesses like that a lot of times they just have a like one that we went on was which was excellent they just a guy bought a couple vans and did some eight person tours and he's growing it as they go but that's really that's really the business there is the the tourism and i think that's why you get treated so well there um because they want to keep people coming and seeing because i'm sure that is
2: i'm sure to me it sounds like they're very proud of their heritage mm -hmm, and all that kind of stuff so they want to Show it off, I guess, in a sense.
1: It's interesting because you go to the different like bars and restaurants and things, and he said that earlier. But like you know, you think of Guinness in Ireland. Uh No, you travel to Cork, you do not order a Guinness. Guinness Is a
3: dirty word there? You have to order
1: their kind, which might be Beamish or might be something else. Murphy's. Murphy's. So they're very and like every time you go into a different place, they have their local craft beer. Oh, gotcha. Their whiskey, and that's what you and that's what you order, and you have to learn like that. They are very so they're very proud and they're always willing to tell you about everything that they're doing or where you should visit. And so it's really neat. One of
3: our best days was a suggestion by a bartender at one of our hotels. And he asked us when we got there, he said, Oh, what are you going to do tomorrow? And we said, Oh, we were thinking about this. He goes, no, 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 do this, do this instead. I guarantee it will be better. And we spent 10 hours in the car driving around the coast of a peninsula. And it was, i mean the the views the beach which ireland has beaches by the way not just rain and hills Mm -hmm. uh and it was by far the best day we had
2: that's awesome and
3: uh, every every one of our our higher level days was on the suggestion of a local
2: and i know like i've talked to danielle um and stuff before this and i know danielle had said the same thing said Mm -hmm. just i mean because i totally understand like If I was in your shoes and going for 17 days, I mean, going, uh, like, somewhere you obviously have no idea, never been, you know, that kind of thing, like, I would want to have things planned, you Mm -hmm. know, like, have, you guys have the, the, you know, they, to where they planned it, but it's like, I know that you had said, and and that's what you did, like, it was cool to to hear the locals say, hey, do this or that. I mean...
1: If we were to go back and do it again, we definitely really wouldn't have booked anything unless someone was going to tell us that it would be unavailable like certain right events. but because you know there's no language barrier and right um they're always willing to help you out it was much the places we went to that were recommended by local people and far surpassed anything that we were able to book on tourist locations but we also weren't the big bus kind of people we had a right. car and we wanted to see like right. the real you know drive out and see other things so right.
3: honestly surprised me a lot was both countries their customer service is beyond what you could ever imagine here in the U.S. I mean, just everywhere well, that, we went put everything that we've ever been to ever to shame. Really? They are so And I mean, that's the focused. thing, too,
2: is going, going, you know, out of the country, you don't really know if they're going to be that, I mean, you know, that helpful or how helpful are they going right. to be and say, you know, not that they would steer you in a wrong way, but, like, are they going to, you know, really go out of their way and be like, hey, no, you should really do this and this and this. And so... I think that's cool that, you know, like you guys said, that they were really open and honest and helpful with oh, any there, of that.
3: Any question we asked, you know, every person, I mean, every I, everybody has an opinion, but there was never right. a shortage of like, oh, yeah, that's a great... Like, just there was no faking it. It was always, Very cool. no, that's probably not a great idea. I've never heard good things about that place or or, I mean, it was all just...
2: Which it's good that, I mean, you had a, a a couple days or, you know, certain times to where you could just kind of freelance and go off of, of those. Because, like you said, that was one of the best days that, you know, you had. So that's cool. So.
3: Yeah. So after Edinburgh, we went to Inverness, mm-hmm. home of the Loch Ness oh, and yeah. the famous Loch Ness Monster. Okay. Which exists? Oh, absolutely. Okay. You saw it? We did not get the chance to see it, uh, but
2: it's like a big dinosaur.
3: There, are, that's kind that's of the, the running that's scientist the picture theory. Of it. That's the running scientist theory right now. Is it's it's some kind of uh, aquatic dinosaur that somehow managed to get stuck in the lock and has thus somehow managed to continually reproduce, or is millions of years old? We're not sure, uh, but that is the
2: running theory. Do they believe that over there? Absolutely. They, I mean, they truly believe that it's...
1: Some do, and some believe it's more of a uh, religious type thing okay. because it's said that a man came, a religious man came and stopped the monster from eating was actually someone a, else.
3: It was a Catholic that yes. came in and So they showed... do
1: believe it's a Catholic story that has kind of shown the power of...
3: And that's why you can't find it, find mm-hmm. the monster, because there's the Highlanders who had their very... Uh, Norse-type religion uh, with the polytheistic and that there was a lake monster and that a Catholic came and, quote-unquote, scared the monster away. Uh, and that was the power of Christ. And he scared the monster away and th- thus it is not seen. Mm. Um, so okay. that's probably the more realistic story. Uh, but there are a lot of, other than just the obvious tourist industry, right. I mean, there's a lot of people that believe the monster is real. And right. Loch
1: Ness is very... Dark almost to the point of black, so you cannot see you
3: can't see three into feet the under the water
1: at all. So, oh, gotcha. That kind of goes along with the story of that. That's why you can't that's find you the can't monster.
3: And it's the third largest lake they have, but it's 22 miles long and
0: 900 feet deep. So, so it's, it's not
1: a small place to search. No, oh, my, it's, yeah. And, and what,
0: I and I apologize because I was distracted there just a little bit, but um. The Loch Ness monster. Do they believe that's the only one? Is there just?
2: I mean, if they're reproducing, or or you no, said they or very it's, old.
1: it's just Nessie. They it is oh,
0: just Nessie. Just, so but, there's just one, and it's lived forever. Correct. How, it's just mega, mega it, they old. They don't mention. They're how? actually
1: doing a big thing right now to try to prove or disprove it. Where they're
0: they're doing genetic genetic research tests from, in the water and yeah. seeing if they can. Why not just drain the
3: whole thing? he said it's huge yeah exactly. uh, it has more water in it than the great lakes combined he said, what'd you good, say
2: it's like 900 feet deep 900
0: feet deep and 22 miles that'd be long. a good reason why not to drain <laughs> that's,
2: it. <what> I'm thinking. <laughs> like, that's a lot of water
0: that'd be that'd be a terrific a- answer to why <laughs> not to drain, not to it, drain it, currently. it no
3: that that is the place where we actually stayed in the the klansman hotel uh, and our our hotel room actually had a beautiful view of the lock. We got to look straight
0: out onto it, but, but we never g- saw Nessie. We never saw we Nessie. never saw we, Nessie. We, so no. uh, when did the Nessie whole thing start? Like when do they? It claim- honestly
1: is just oh, you mean like the tourist attraction of it all? No, no, or- no. Like like
0: like okay. Like you you I heard you earlier, and again I'm I apologize I was distracted, but they talked about it being connected to Christ, and that Christ would. I mean we we can document that Christ was two thousand some years old, and. You know, that's, you know, I think it was more on the, the,
3: in, I guess invasion's a bad word, but the, the spread of Catholicism to the United Kingdom area and the pagan beliefs that they had from the Vikings and the Highlanders and what they believed in that there was this, this, this monster. And in, in that time when Catholicism really started to spread, and I think it was 1300s, I think is what our tour guide said. Um, this Catholic priest uh, came down and stepped into the water to his knees and said, be gone monster. And that, that was when
1: it, the famous picture though, that really started it all as a like craze following was done by a doctor. So everyone believed that there was no way that this doctor could have lied. He was yeah. very doctor. renowned. And then on his deathbed, he did admit, admit that the picture was, fake
2: okay
1: um, so, so that kind of started but the following. people don't believe that <laughs> people are starting to believe that his picture was fake but still believe that since he was there, out there, there was looking a reason he
3: it, made something he, to look like it
1: mm-hmm. so they still don't give up on it but he did that's kind of what really brought it all about was because they were like this man who we idolize right. would not lie to us about this and so they decided that
0: Wouldn't have doctors ever lied so well, and let's <laughs> let's not again the compare conspiracy theories but um I mean, the American government has lied several times in the last two hundred some and plus years. And we do
1: have a picture that I could very clearly edit to look like Nessie. So oh yeah,
0: a little bit of darkening, a little it was, Photoshop. It like a
1: duck, and it's got the perfect neck and everything. So oh, yeah. I mean, I could definitely. Well, I, I do might too. Be,
0: I, I took it in my bathtub
1: earlier. <laughs> I might be rich. <laughs> yeah. soon.
0: So okay, so so needless to say, Nessie is it's a several thousand years old. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: But I think that they have to keep the dream alive because the whole place is it's literally just Nessie land.
3: Oh, every, I mean, our Everything hotel had really a Nessie, Nessie shop in it. Yes. A- every store along the road. Which, I mean, I and... I
2: believe that because you brought, like, brought, like, two books.
1: It was the best uh, place to find stuff for kids souvenirs, I mean, got brought yeah. a
2: book for Alan and a book for Alex on, about Nessie and
1: yeah, that so kind of thing. Yeah, everywhere you go, and there's huge statues of Nessie, and, like, we had a little boy at dinner that was... Asking his parents, when can I see the monster? I, so
2: God
3: help those parents because if that kid did not see the monster, on their tour on a, the next day. Wolf. They were going on an
1: all. They had a boat all day, and he really thought he was going to get to see it. So I would not want to have been on the boat when he. When they, may when or may not, not have fueled yeah. that
3: too. I was really.
1: He kept coming over to the window by our table, and we were like, "Oh yeah, the monster!" And he was really thinking they were going to find it. So maybe they did. Let's hope.
2: Well, and I, you think you maybe would have saw it on the news?
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and I guess I kind of think the interesting thing, and it's kind of like all those kind of conspiracy theories, like like Bigfoot. Yes. You know,
1: uh-huh.
0: it's the same question I've brought up about it. Like, no one's ever said, like, it's just always Bigfoot. Yes. Like, it's not like the species of Bigfoots.
2: It's one. Like, yeah.
0: yeah, it is the
2: the one and big only.
0: Foot. Yeah, like so he's been around a, a several like, hundred years. It's not big feet. It's Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so I mean like I get I mean, like if I go look for the great white shark, I, I may bump into several of them. Right. And same thing with Nessie. It's like it's never Hey, I saw three of them. Yeah. Or I it saw it's one, not like
2: it's a uh I saw species a mother available. and its
0: child. Yeah. No, I just saw this one that looks the same exact way. Which kind of always, you know, intrigues me because you have to know that's not real. then. I mean,
1: it's got I mean to have say, Because I mean, we did get asked every time by the tour guides, like, "Do you, are you a believer?" And they're like, "You better say yes."
0: And you said yes. Oh, and we, yeah, said we yes. Said like, yes. Like, I mean,
1: obviously, we're here. Like, maybe it is, but it is all for the. And I mean, props to them because.
0: The, the marketing team the marketing there, there oh, is man.
1: incredible. I mean, you've turned that into... A, you turned a dinosaur monster into a cute little green that thing. That nobody's ever seen. For all children. <laughs> like, I mean, you, yeah, you took, true. You
2: took untrue, this... Untrue. And... <laughs> several
0: people claim to have seen it. That's true. There's, <laughs> There's a several woman that several says several she people... sees it every day, actually. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. She might have up. glaucoma. <laughs> but... It comes up and feeds out of her hand, <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Several people have also been abducted by aliens. And I don't know if you realize... I don't know if you celebrated. Just on this Wednesday was actually to the day that Will Smith saved us from aliens. I did
2: oh, not yeah. get to I celebrate. I think I saw that on Facebook.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if you if you jumped in on that, but uh, pretty important. So so what else? How did we wrap the trip up? Uh, from Inverness, we went to Fort William.
1: We um, did some safari tours of all the different animals and oh, yeah. a boat tour. And then we went back to...
3: Uh, we ended up going back to Edinburgh for the last night in which we stayed in... Uh, probably the nicest hotel slash apartment room we've ever been in.
1: Yes, when we got there, they had upgraded us to the nicest room that in the offer. hotel because of our honeymoon, and it was the size of a very large apartment. So um, that was a very cool way to end the last the last day. So
3: yeah, we left for dinner and came back to turn down service that had put a heart and rose petals
1: and pulled all the curtains for us. I didn't, I thought someone had broken into the room at first when I was like, why is there stuff on the bed? <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I mean, this room was out of, out of this world, completely absurd. Um, and props to the Glasshouse hotel. I mean, they, they really made us just even in the last, you know, 16 hours we had in the country. They really made it special for us.
2: Very cool. So when you're there, um, do they have a lot of like american type i mean like obviously the hotels and stuff wasn't like the normal type of hotels that you would see like food wise do they have any kind of like food chain i mean like or is it all i mean like authentic to the i mean like do you see mcdonald's as you're walking around like i just
3: didn't is know authentic th- i mean we saw f-
1: there's mcdonald's there's and mcdonald's and there's,
3: burger king yeah. starbucks but really
1: But the big-time restaurants, you don't see like an Applebee's or a Chili's or anything. There's There's not very many chains. It's mostly locally, family-owned. Usually they have something
0: different. That's why I just pulled it up here. Uh, oh, we did, did see a lot of different menu items. Yeah, oh, it, is that usually right? yes. because well, I used to talk about this in sociology. So right here, I just pulled up McDonald's Ireland. They have uh, big flavor wraps. They have the fiery th- buffalo chicken one, the and it literally is one at the end. The barbecue and bacon chicken one, the garlic mayo chicken one, and the sweet chili one. Because
2: is that where they like try out different ones? Cause I
0: no, it's it's it yeah, just, it's just the different flavors. It's, of the yeah, area, it's, yeah. It's, oh, okay. it's it's to what is regionally accepted there. Okay. Um, shout out to
3: Supermax of yes. Ireland. Um and
1: McDonald's is trying to get Supermax to change its name. Um but uh-huh. they are literally the they, they McDonalds bef- and their family name is McDonald's. And so they actually paid money to put a billboard in, in Times Square. In Times Square that said, do you want this special bo- crave box snack box? And closest said, snack
3: box nine thousand six hundred miles. miles away. So
1: the owner of Supermax is just like oh he's
3: trolling McDonald's. Yeah. Oh
1: that's awesome. So there are a few fast food uh, type restaurants. We did one night get Domino's pizza because it was the only food that was open. And <laughs> it, it was
3: a, it was one of those nights where we might have stayed at the bar too long. Yes,
1: and the cheesy bread was not American cheesy it was bread. Terrible. We were we were perplexed, <laughs> disappointed. By that. It was um, a
3: it was a extra small personal pizza with really weird sauce and otherwise you try
1: to you know eat local no ketchup right no they don't like to salt and pepper things and um it's cheaper to drink beer or whiskey than it is water no Um, way most of the time you're not getting water with your meal and uh water's more expensive than a diet coke or anything like that so uh i don't think we had a
0: meal with water so, just right here on the McDonald's site, you can obviously see in Ireland there are twisty fries, oh. which are curly fries, but also cheese bites with rich tomato dip. Which I'm excuse. I, I no, mean,
1: it's not ketchup.
0: It's not really. No, absolutely not. It's
1: very vinegary. A tomato dip is very. They have a brown sauce, which is not barbecue sauce. It's literally called brown. Sauce. Do they use
2: that tomato? Is dip, Is it more like a? It's a gravy.
3: No, it's a. It's like barbecue sauce but instead of like you know like regular vinegar that we use they use malt vinegar they
1: like and mayonnaise that's the primary
0: ingredient mm. they okay. dip their
1: fries in mayonnaise oh really yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah several of our students do as well
1: yeah so if you ask for ketchup they'll give you Andrew like Andrew and packs. Dustin wouldn't like that at all no no we didn't eat mayonnaise
3: no I constantly was asking for ketchup it's
1: something other than mayonnaise
3: and they looked at me funny every time. Yeah,
1: you time. barely ever got like a bottle of ketchup like you do in the United States. Right. Okay, yeah.
0: so this is the Scottish uh, website, or the UK, I guess I should say, website for McDonald's. And you can already see Barbecue BLC, which is bacon, lettuce, and chicken. Um, wow. The Spicy Vegetable Deluxe, uh, something that obviously we do not have. They also have the, the, uh, chicken, ones. the chicken ones. It's like mm-hmm. a chicken wrap. Um, they have cheese bites as well melon fruit bag i mean i (laughs) that's what i was looking for the shaker
1: side salad is probably the largest salad you're going to find anywhere over there they don't don't eat dinner salads Mm -mm. oh really they put you a couple pieces of broccoli on the side of your plate of
3: salad is a decoration
0: to them yes everything is served with potatoes mm -hmm. potatoes and more potatoes yes i found it very interesting the pancakes and syrup are served (laughs) on a uh, like (laughs)
1: A piece
0: uh, of paper, yeah, <laughs> I like hey, this will be easy to eat your
2: your biscuit in,
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so interesting
2: well, I that's what I was just curious, like
0: no we because we, like
2: you know, you think McDonald's are everywhere, mm-hmm. and I didn't know if they truly are, or I mean, I know they are at some extent, but
1: yeah, I mean, it the, is it's, the it's...
3: only place we really strayed from getting local food was the the Italian place we went to our first night in Edinburgh. Because everything else was just pub food, and we just, I mean, we'd eaten so much pub food yeah. that we were just ready for something different. And it was actually probably the best Italian restaurant we've ever been to.
2: Really? And, and yes, I would definitely say if I, if. I can understand you guys going over there for a couple of weeks. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and eat McDonald's every day. I mean,
1: well, and everything closes very early. Oh, so really? like restaurants, you're not going to get a meal after other eight, than the pub, eight, nine o'clock. And you might get some pub well, food. Pubs, some pubs maybe. stop serving food. Oh, I bet that's true. Um, yeah. Like our restaurant bars stop serving food around 10, but all restaurants shut down about eight or nine. And you can't even get into like a pharmacy. When I say pharmacy, I mean like a CVS for Band-Aids or anything like that. They're not called CVS there. Right. They all close about five o'clock. So, really? oh, yeah. so the first couple nights when they were
2: things that we needed. They, do they, I mean, like, do, are they more of like a, the, I guess you said they're into breakfast. So like no, a lot of the
3: a, restaurants. They're a nine to oh, five.
1: They're just very family oh, oriented. Okay. So they're very much that they go home. The only people you will see working, like m- what I found interesting too, is most of our hotels, you only had someone working the hotel until 11 p.m. So even one hotel told us if we were planning to stay out past eleven p.m., we would have to make special arrangements to be able to get back in the hotel because they lock they lock it up. They don't have their workers stay there. They don't have somebody overnight. Even staying so there. it's a very big deal if a hotel told you you have twenty four hour service Entry, down yeah. here hmm. because they they do they go home only the oh, okay. uh, the
0: two big hotels we stayed at though. had
1: twenty four hour
0: yeah. So hmm. to to throw out a totally different side, and I know this is not anywhere near where you went, but just to. To give you an example, Cow, this is something I Dustin used. Dustin is
1: still looking at food <laughs> menus, by the yeah, way. Yeah. we're still on McDonald's. So, I mean, we've moved on, but he's still on. That. No, but this is that was... is a very insane burger. Well,
0: it's not a burger because this is uh, this is actually used to show in sociology. So this is uh, McDonald's India, which obviously you have a uh, Hindu population there that believes the cow is sacred. So burgers there are always chicken, even though oh, there is no okay. chicken. That's a chicken Big Mac. That's a chicken Mahara Mac is oh. what it is actually oh. called. Um, but some of the other things you'll see here, like breakfast, you'll see oh. the Veg McMuffin, um, oh. the McEgg. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I don't
1: does think I want any of those. It's green. It looks what like is a that green thing egg. thing down there? The,
0: the McAlu Tiki?
1: Tiki, yeah. It is
0: like a uh, kind of like a Pacific Island chicken. It's like a chicken um, masala? It's got uh, like... Uh, uh, combination of potato. Actually, it's a potato and pea patty. Oh. It's not chicken. With Indian spices coated with breadcrumbs, served with sweet tomato, mayo, fresh onions, and tomatoes on a regular bun. Well,
1: now I know to be very careful if I go there of what I order.
0: Uh, the so, spicy. Yeah, a lot of these I like are the potato. Um, But the Chicken Maharamac, this is what takes place of your uh, typical Big Mac. And this is take your taste buds on the most flavorsome journey with the Chicken Maharamac. Enjoy its delicious grilled chicken double patty enveloped. In a rich habanero sauce that mingles with fiery habaneros, juicy tomatoes, and crunchy shredded onions placed on a cheddar cheese and a bed of iceberg lettuce, all packed between sesame seed double-decker buns. However, remember to have time on your hands when you pick this burger. Its superlative richness takes time to devour. Wow, that is so... So,
3: not that everybody, unless this, unless you've done some magic here i don't know if anybody on the facebook live can actually see the picture no they should look it up because i'm not confident that grilled chicken in india is the same as grilled chicken here (laughs) those look like
0: a mcchicken patty oh i think they might be grilled they look a little different here a little bit
1: yeah they look like the like yeah very thin Mm -hmm. grilled
0: chicken maybe Eh. um but uh you know i the 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 sad thing is it kind of goes away from the whole uh what is it uh two all beef patties lettuce onion pickle cheese <laughs> Special, special, sauce. Pie, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onion on a sesame you seed see bun. bun. Yeah, I can't do that with the whole habanero sauce, fiery, yeah, that's awesome, not happen. superlative. That's why
1: they had to use all those big words. Yeah, well, they absolutely. They had
0: to slow it down. But I just, I I did, I know you guys had moved on. I wanted to bring that up just to show that <laughs> McDonald's around the world are regionally kind of... Well, that's good. Good, know, for,
2: good for McDonald's. Way to go. It,
0: but all, all at restaurants. I mean, I just saw the other day on Facebook, I think that KFC may be in in europe maybe has started a pizza a pizza that is a chicken yeah it's a chicken breast like crust with pizza pizza on top of it so you're actually eating like a chicken breast
1: they really like to see how much they can just hurt your heart yeah (laughs) oh Oh, yeah
0: (laughs) this is one of the coolest ones i'm gonna pull this one up too i know that Callie's gonna uh (laughs) i think actually uh pizza hut japan is one of my favorite ones oh wow they're they're insane wait till you see some of these things they they do some of the craziest things i've ever seen i think actually actually let me just go back to the pictures here because these will have them this is one of my favorite ones uh this is the mini hot dog crust
1: oh Oh my gosh wait is it like a taco pizza in the middle
0: uh, I don't know what it is in the middle, but I don't
1: know. But it's like mini hot dogs. Mini hot way dogs around.
0: on the crust.
1: Mm. Um,
0: I think this is crab rangoon pizza. Oh, I have actually
3: had crab rangoon pizza in the U.S. and it is fantastic. Uh,
1: wow! Oh, there's many cheeseburgers.
3: That, you see that, that one. A, right Oh yeah, right here. That yeah, many topless cheeseburgers. Yeah.
0: I mean, Pizza Hut Japan is is totally that is like
3: corn and mayonnaise on the pizza.
0: It is it is totally like what is the worst idea we could come up with?
1: And they put it on the pizza,
0: and it works. Yeah, it's
3: it's like they crowdsource ideas, and then they say challenge accepted.
1: It's like the weird chip flavors in the United States. Yeah, we're when not like, even
0: that weird though. Yeah, yeah, biscuit and gravy lays. I'm better with than mini hot dog.
1: I agree with that. Bye. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> pizza. Hmm.
3: I mean, it saves you oven space. Let's be real. How many times have you made pizza rolls and mini hot dogs? I mean, now you're just Never. saving space. Never? <laughs> Never. No.
1: Not in college? No, no time? Um, nope. Dang it. No.
3: You're not
0: on our party level then. <laughs> no. no. Frozen burritos in the microwave, maybe, but uh, no, I no. can't go there. So, uh, all right. So anything else? We're at, we're at over an hour actually already, but uh, anything else huge that stands out from the vacation?
1: Um, I would say, well, our favorite location was Isle of the Sky, and our tour guide said we had to pass six cars to be able to get to the top, And if you can see the roads, passing cars is not a fun thing in an eight-person minivan. So we did get there, and we got to go to the very top, so that was one of the coolest places.
3: Yeah, we were on top of uh, Kieran Rock uh, with 25-mile-an-hour winds about a mile up uh, on a mountain, and it was breathtaking mm-hmm. i mean just every there was not a thing that we did that you know it, we we even looked at like google maps and it said two hour drive and everybody we talked to said oh don't worry about the drive it's it's just breathtaking and that was true no I'd say,
1: yeah i would say my favorite thing like remembering from there was they uh bury all of their people on top of each other there so you just keep burying her favorite thing it's a very cool thing they like so they keep going up and up and up and like a family might be all in one place but some of the things we learned about where like certain sayings come from is that there used to be the grave robbers and they would come and dig up the bodies and take them to a doctor for um them to learn more about the body to practice so families would stay at the grave site to protect their family. Right. We also learned that the reason that Ireland does three-day wakes is because a lot of times the people would wake back up within those three days because they were just drunk. They are in
3: a drunken coma. So if you would have a party
1: and have their favorite alcohol and talk about them for three days and share memories, you would see if they wake back up. Which happened
3: more than they care to admit, So that became so
1: common that they actually started what now is known as the graveyard shift, and they hired someone to walk the graves, and when you buried someone you would tie a string to their finger that would be connected to the bell outside so if they would wake up buried they would obviously flap around and make the bell go off which comes from saved by the bell or dead ringer the graveyard shift would come and dig them up and save their life because they were actually still alive, alive. so oh it was kind of neat to see where some of the sayings come <laughs> from like dead ringer and right. saved by the bell and graveyard shift so um, some of that kind of history stuff was uh, really neat to Interesting. learn. And also learning about the native language as being a speech therapist. The Gaelic language is beautiful and they're really trying to bring it back. Right. So a lot of that stuff, as much as it sounds like we just went to distilleries, we did not. Um, <laughs> and so, did
2: like food and like drinking tours and that yeah, was it. we did a
1: lot of those, but we also got to learn a lot about the different history. But some so, of those things were really, really fun.
0: This is a really important <laughs> question. Yes. You talked about say by the Bell. Did Zach Morris ever take a timeout?
1: he did not and I did think that they were talking about it. at first I was like they were like say by, by the Bell and I was like yes I do tell me more I watched and then, it a lot well, <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if you know but Screech is going to be in Seymour yes
1: i did not at
2: rails in seymour
0: is he gonna get a in- flat tire and say that someone helped him And that it's the
2: nicest
3: town around shout Good out to Sherry. <laughs>
1: but he was in jail for a while wasn't he i think so yeah yeah he got in a bar fight so be careful well
3: yeah he he's had a spotty past <laughs> yeah.
1: Ever since. yeah we won't
0: get into the other issues <laughs> in his past um but uh yeah, we're at uh we're at an hour and ten minutes. Uh I wanna just say thank you guys again for coming in. I know it's a second time and uh
2: Yeah, thank you. You know,
0: shout out to you guys for kinda telling us about your honeymoon and, and uh a very interesting one. Um I know that when Callie and I went on our honeymoon we just kinda swam in the lazy river. Um We did do a lot of drinking and eating. And swimming in the lazy yeah. river.
2: <laughs> we didn't. Not, not any traveling other than getting there
0: i mean would the you most, say swimming or floating uh, uh well i swam quickly to uh the, the locations uh, with drinks <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> the bar
0: uh but uh you know when i asked you guys earlier what was the uh the best and worst things you had callie tried to order beef tartare one night oh, like at you. a yes. french oh. restaurant because she just knew it said beef and she thought i like beef and then the waiter said do you know that's raw?
1: We <laughs> did have to Google a few things to make sure if I was going to order the plate or not because I didn't know what some of the words meant. So yeah, I, I don't did, blame you. The phone came in handy. Yes. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> you at all.
0: But uh, yeah, thanks again for you guys coming on, and uh, you know, very very cool stories, and uh, we appreciate you being a part of it. Thanks, thanks, oh, for, having thanks us. for having us. Yes, thank you.